0: the Fox show um, you're listening you're tuning in in your car somewhere you're watching you're wondering who are these guys you know I stumbled on Christopher Walken's on the show I'm not sure is he? maybe <laughs> <laughs>
1: My name is Connor Falk, and I'm the host of The What the Falk Show. I appreciate you taking the time to listen, whether it's through SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher. So, bottom line, I'm someone who works in entertainment. I'm very lucky to get to work on and off the camera. I've been in over 40 television shows and films by now, and I thought to myself, I want to go ahead and provide some good talk radio. Some talk radio that doesn't talk about the same things in the same way from the same exact point of view every single time. So, I started this show, The What the Falk Show, which I said, available on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And what you get, you get witty, informational conversation from industry insiders, whether it's an industry in entertainment, film, television, sports, music, health, fitness, whatever I can do to provide some informational, some witty time in those boring parts of the day, whether you're stuck in traffic, whether you're at school, whether you're just bored at work and you don't want to do any work, whether you're playing some video games. So uh, guest on the show this week, Joe Barbagallo, producer, actor, really talented guy. He's the co-founder of Planet Nerd Rage Productions. They're called the New Action Movie Factory. Going to talk to him about his background in stunts and action. Going to talk about what it's like to go ahead and change the acts from being an actor to go ahead and being a producer and creative director. Really excited for you to have listened listen on the show this week. I think you'll enjoy Enjoy it. Go ahead and check out Ferris Pizza, the sponsor of the What the Falk Show. It's Ferris Pizza is the best pizza for the best price with the most love in it. Let's go ahead and falcon call Joe now. Hi there, is this Joe Barbagallo? That is. Hi Joe, this is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show. Really excited to have someone who's had experience as an actor, as a producer, as a director, as a stunt coordinator, really everything in between. You excited to be on the show?
0: I'm very excited, man. Excited to hear your uh, Christopher
1: Walken impression. Oh, yes. Well, that actually wasn't mine. That was a friend of mine, I guess, who came on. But J.P. Ramirez is so good at it. People actually often ask me when they're on the show, is that actually Christopher Walken? Was that you that did it? So, um, yeah, I got I to gotta give him some props. Are you a Christopher Walken fan, I assume?
0: I, I totally am, man. And, uh, you know, I've been watching, listening to your show a little, little bit. And I've been, like, practicing a little bit, which I'm not going to practice right now. Yeah. It's
1: been in my head all day. Okay, so maybe maybe by the end of the episode, I'll try to get you to do it. Just so you know, I'm going to try. Um, so, Joe Barbagallo, you're a New Yorker, and I can kind of hear it in your voice. So, uh, have you lived in New York your entire life? I've
0: been here for 15 years. I'm originally from Connecticut.
1: Okay. So, you're an East yeah. Coast guy through and through? I
0: mean, yeah, I'm an East Coast guy. Is it
1: as hot over there as it is over here? Because it is almost a scorcher over here right now.
0: It's really humid right now.
1: And I've heard humid. Would you say humid is probably worse than a dry heat in your experience?
0: Yes, it's worse than dry pee. Absolutely, it's like, it's like suffocating.
1: Suffocating. Okay, now I'm um, talking about you. We've had some of your background. Very big in action movies and films, and and stunts in general. We'll talk about We'll talk about Red Rash and Planet Nerd Rage Productions. But you started out as an actor. Um, as you said, being in Connecticut on the East Coast. So how did you kind of get the motivation? What got you in front of the camera?
0: Well, it started like um, I was originally a jock, so I wasn't even. I've always wanted to be an actor, but people would be like, "Really? You want to? You want to act?" Um, yeah. So I, I literally, during college, I started taking the train to New York and not telling anybody. And I did that for two years. And I was taking acting classes in New York. And I started booking some roles and, and uh, never told anybody. It took about two years. Maybe I told one person like six months into it so that that's how i I really started
1: so it's pretty interesting because you know actually in my own point of view when i was growing up i didn't really want to tell people about you know the print work or any of the acting because i'm I'm actually from a pretty conservative place so people would hear acting like you want to be an actor what's that get a real job so it sounds like you on the other side of the country had the same point of view so there was kind of you know the whole entertainment industry the acting was kind of looked down upon in your community
0: absolutely like embarrassed I was embarrassed to tell anybody that I was an actor I mean I obviously for two years I I hid the fact that I would go to New York possibly two three times a week um and I'm like yeah I'm taking classes you know tell them what was for but you know it was funny because you know I also thought that like once I got on camera or once someone saw me I'm like I'm just gonna take off I'm gonna be like a star Mm -hmm. you know first first thing I'm like yeah you know as soon as I'm on camera everybody's gonna be like oh my gosh he's a star right (laughs)
1: yeah
0: on camera Um, But that was not the case, man. I I came to New York, and it was like a a professional acting school. It was like in somebody's uh, apartment, but it was a a, a 30-year veteran. And I got on there, and I just choked, man. And and then I started – it was like on-camera class too. I I started first on camera. Hmm. And I saw myself on camera. I looked like – I didn't look good. (laughs) I was stuttering. I didn't understand my lines. I was so bad. Um, But luckily, I had some help along the way.
1: So that was probably a pretty humbling experience that is for any actor when you actually have to watch yourself on camera and really be, what, 100% critical of who you are and what you're doing correctly and incorrectly. So did you kind of, did you get, you know, a little disheveled? Did you think about leaving the business?
0: No, no, absolutely. Um, You know, here is some gullible guy that thinks that, you know, when my headshot photographer first, uh, ask me, he's like, Hey, do you want to take, you know, we've got to take some, uh, commercial prints. I'm like, nah, man, I'm not going to do commercials. I'm just going to go write for TV and, uh, you know, I'm going to do TV. I'm going to do film. You know, I, I don't need commercial. I'm not, I'm never going to do that. And then the guy just laughed at me. He's like, no, we're going to take some, some commercial prints. Yeah. But it, it, was, it was a very humbling experience. Um, I, I was going to give up. I don't even know if I went to the next class I really was going to give up I'm like, all right I, I thought I was much better looking <laughs> than I was I thought I was much a uh, better actor than I was, even though I never really acted but there's there's something that one guy uh a friend of mine he was an actor he's the only person he was teaching i think at harford uh college and he did something I, and I told him like don't tell anybody you know I'm going I, I really want to act and i was I embarrassed myself and he did a great exercise with me and, and Connor, you'd probably really like this. I did not know what acting was. I thought he'd just read lines and just look good or just do some kind of move or whatever to the camera. I don't know. Yeah. But with this guy, uh, literally, he went to a YMCA, him and I we got a coffee. And literally, we started, he's like, read your lines. He's like, no, 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 no. And he was just like, just so like disappointed in everything I did. Then he said to me, listen, this is, forget the script. I want you to take this I want you to get this coffee for me. Like it's your drug. It's everything that you want. And I want you to get it for me. Any way you can, not physically, but any way you can. And this guy literally had me beg, almost cry. I did everything I can for about 15 to 20 minutes to try to get that that coffee. And he made me feel every single emotion from anger to sadness to embarrassment and and humility. Yeah. All in all in like 15 Maybe twenty, 30, it felt like forever, um, but it was like I don't know, fifteen to thirty minutes, maybe to, in between that. Yeah, and I and I understood what he meant about you have to feel it. Yeah, it has to come in from inside.
1: Well, sound like a pretty eye opening experience, then, huh? Though it' embarrassing in a way, it was really kind of what you needed.
0: Absolutely, it, it really changed the way I, I thought about it. But not only that, um, you know, I, it changed when I, I went to the class. Maybe the next time, next week, and I just, I really did kill it. I mean, for, you know, fourth, fifth time ever doing it, I did really well. Yeah. And, I, and then I got like some some acting chops, as some people say. So, yeah, it was a, it was a, and, and that's like kind of everything in life, you know? You know, those, those humbling experiences. Yeah. You know, either, either, either stop and you just like, I don't want to feel that again, or you push through it. And then that's the, that's the, the best thing of ever is when you actually push through that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just in my point of view, man, if, if you would ask a 19-year-old Connor who's paying for college by doing print work and stuff like that, he would have told you that he has nothing to worry about, that he's going to be in every movie or TV show he wants to be. And okay. here I am just trying to work when I can, whether it's behind yeah. or in front of the camera, and just really happy to get the opportunity to work in this industry. So it's completely humbling and it's changing, but it's really one of those great things. And I think as people, we're better for it, right? And you certainly are because I can tell you from what I've seen in your web series and your TV shows and your films that you are a very good actor. You very much understand the character that you're selling, and specifically, I seem like you're very talented in action scenes and action kind of things. Now, you talked about you were a jock previously, so it sounds like that athleticism really translated to on screen. Did you seek out? Did you kind of just find yourself in these action theme kind of movies?
0: No, it's 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 funny because uh, I never, you know, I never thought I was gonna do. Well, it's not true. I I've always was into action films. You know, the the Schwarzenegger, the Stallone, the 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 G.I. Joe, obviously G.I. Joe films, the, um, you know, all the eighties and nineties films. Yeah. Um, I was really into the action genre as well as drama and comedy and everything. And you know, as an actor, Connor, you know, you want to do everything, man. I can do everything. I could be a comedian. I could be, I want to be the love interest. I want to be the guy next door. I want to do all that. Yeah. But for me, it, it's funny because it just shows you like how life works. Um, I, I never thought about, being in action i thought i would get there at some point i want to do that one day uh but it really came about maybe 10 10 years ago when i or t- maybe even 12 when i met mark change
1: okay um, yeah mark change he's the co-founder with you of planet nerd rage productions now we will get into that in more of your collaborations but you went ahead and uh, met mark change and that kind of instantly you kind of found that you had a creative partnership or someone you could collaborate with instantly
0: absolutely Was the only one doing like short films that were action based with sci-fi and all these digital components to it, and I was I was non-unit at the time and I was booking so many roles, man. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm gonna keep this is this is awesome, man. I have a role, uh, you know, every every two three weeks I'm booking a role, and he was one of them. He called me one day and he's like, hey, I want you from this film. Uh, It's called Deployment Strategy, and literally, uh. That character was a very small character, which there's no small characters that's a you know he was just a, a, a he had um, not that many lines, but he grew he grew into a, a bigger character hmm. and ever since then i just i wanted to work with mark and actually it started ten twelve years ago that same character is part of the films that we have today so kind of so
1: was that same character also part of red rash
0: yeah the, yeah the Warnock character is part of Red rash. So, three, four years ago, we made a G.I. Joe fan film, Mm. uh, Mark and I, and that fan film went viral, and like Mark's films, I'm like, ah, this is cool, this is awesome, like, you know, we do cool stunts, but I don't, like, I don't know if the audience is going to get this, and then they do, and they loved it, and uh, Operation Red Retrieval, uh, the G.I. Joe fan film went viral, Mm. and it had, a Five hundred thousand views in like two or three days. Oh wow! And then caught, yeah, and it caught the attention of the uh, the GI Joe comic book creator Mar- uh, Larry Hama.
1: That's awesome.
0: He wanted to work with us, and about two or three years ago, we we collaborated. We made Ghost Source Zero, and it's, and then Warnock's in that is is a character in that, but Warnock is a character mixed with another character that was in Deployment Strategy. Okay. And that was so hard for me as an actor because I had the Warnock. the 10, 12 years ago, and then they're kind of like the red rash Warnock, and Larry just created together, put it together, he he matched these two characters, and Warnock was kind of like the supporting, Uh, and then they had this other character named the Major, and they kind of put them together, and it was so hard for me to get that character, because this is not the same Warnock, you know, this is a Warnock mixed with a much more authoritative
1: hands-on guy, yeah. Yeah. Now, did you. Okay, now, watching these, I got to tell you one point of view. I've had a lot of actors on the show, but I haven't had one that was as, I would like to think, as good on camera in action scenes. And I've been saying that a few different times, but that's the theme of this episode is that watching you in terms of Red Rash and the GI Joe fan film, and then just seeing a little bit of ghost source zero, dude, you are really good at like the face you have to make when you're shooting, you know, how you're moving your body when you're shooting or you're running. These are these things as an actor, just people out there, viewers. I don't think they think about how hard it is. You know, for example, King Arthur, a great movie that I personally liked back in the day, Antoine Fuqua, Kira Knightley, Clive Owen, right? Clive Owen, a great actor. We would all say he sucks at wielding a sword. He just doesn't look natural I was like, dude, you're supposed to be King Arthur. I'm not into it. Now, watching you on scene with the gun, you look believable. I believe it's a post-apocalyptic world. How much time did you have to put into and kind of critical thinking of yourself in terms of finding those great looks and the way to move in terms of, you know, be all action-y action star guy?
0: Well, you know, I have to, I have to thank the, the, the stunt guys that I work with, uh, particularly the, the flying hyenas, uh, Jay Green. He's the coordinator for them. Um, I work with them for quite a while now, you know, I would say maybe six, seven years on and off. So I think that just working with them and and, and seeing how they do things, it kind of, you know, for me to me. Yeah. So I, I would totally say it's that. But I, you know, also I was in the I was in the National Guard when I was younger. Oh, okay.
1: So that, so that was I, very helpful.
0: Yeah, it was, it was helpful. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a weekend word, but on the weekends I pull the gun every once in a while.
1: Yeah, but if I had to, if I'm in New York and the zombie apocalypse happens, then uh, Joe Barbagallo is one of those people I want to check out and have on my zombie apocalypse uh, survival team. (laughs) I'm only good on camera. Only good on camera. Well, speaking of survival, for me, Joe, I don't know about you, but I survive when I have a great taste of pizza. A great taste of pizza. I like to consider that it's Ferris Pizza. It's the best pizza for the best price. It's also the sponsor of the What the Falk show. If you ever find yourself in Bakersfield, California, or in Northern California, or SoCal in general, please seek out Ferris Pizza. As I said, the best pizza for the best price and the sponsor of the show. Now let's move on to Planet Nerd Rage Productions. You guys called it and it is titled A New Type of Action Movie Factory with yourself and Mark Chang. Mark Chang, a frequent collaborator. What are you guys trying to do with that, and how have the projects been going? And what has it been like from putting on the actor hat to putting on the producer, director, creator hat?
0: Well, you know, we really want to disrupt the, the film world, specifically the action genre. Um, streaming video is disrupting the film industry, so we want to disrupt the movie making industry. Uh, we want to make these raw, uh, high action, high octane, lower budget films that. Don't look cheesy. I mean, that's the, that's really the bottom line. Yeah. Don't look cheesy. Um, have a, a realism to it. The crew that we've worked with uh, in the last two, three years, they're, they're an amazing crew, amazing team. As far as, uh, you know, again, the stunt guys, Mark Chang is just a, an amazing uh, visual effects artist. Not only is he a great director, but he's also an amazing visual effects artist. Okay. He's, he's amazing at that. Yeah. As far as uh being in front of the camera and behind man that was really hard. It was really hard because we had such a low budget um and me being the executive producer plus uh the main actor lead actor, it was really difficult, but i know I know that film is forever you know you're yeah. you're on on tape man and that's gonna be there forever, so I knew that I had to take my time. And, and get into the character and I would always, you know, make sure everything's taken care of. You know, we had a great A D, Carol Mazzoni, and, you know, we had great people working on it. You know, again, not the biggest crew that I've had in other previous films, but we had a crew. So I would just stay in, in my own room and just kinda like lock myself in there and just try to get it. But it kinda works with the character too, man. Like that the uh, Warnock and ghost Source zero is a stressed stressed person man that has to balance so many different things yeah uh, who
1: would who would have thought that living in the robot apocalypse would be so stressful right you think it'd be a walk in the park but apparently <laughs> it's a pretty uh it's a pretty Falcon shitty time if you uh you know if you don't have enough bullets then you' you're, you're kind of foked
0: ab- exactly
1: okay now now planet nerd Rachel Production, what can we expect from you guys in this I know we have ghost source zero is there any other projects that are on the docket?
0: Now, okay. Is, it's going to be a much bigger action film. Copy that. Ghost Wars, ghost Wars Zero is coming out this fall. Awesome. Um. So definitely look out for that. Um. Right now, I'm also uh producing not with Planet Nurage in association with Planner Nurage, but a horror film. Oh, that's in, awesome. Yeah, upstate New York. And what? Really, really cool. Can we talk
1: about what kind of horror film it is, or is that I mean, also under wraps?
0: At, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a kind of like a psychological thriller. easy it's, it's it's a it's kind of like I would say a scream meets uh, something like – how can I explain because it? it's, it's really, it's really uh, a little bit different. Pretty much these guys get, uh, get drugged and this drug is a, an illegal drug that's been used by the military and it makes you into a killing machine. Mm. So you're stuck on an island and you're killing your best friends. So it's hot, sexy, but then it's scary as, as shit.
1: Interesting, interesting. Okay, and then at the theme overall, you have just human—you know, human nature. Basically, no matter how good of friends you are, and eventually, you know, you give you some drugs, people are going to attack other people and eat them. It, Bottom it line: Are you a Game true. of Thrones fan by any chance? Absolutely. Are you caught up? I
0: am. Caught, well, I'm caught up because of Facebook. But yes, I'm. I haven't watched uh, last night's or. No, Sunday's episode. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I won't give too much spoilers, but then we also see that no matter how much Ramsey loves his dogs or that people love their dogs, if you don't feed them for seven days, they're going to start looking at you like a piece of meat or a piece of steak. So everyone be careful with that. Um, but Joe, you know, Ghost Source Zero, Planet Nerd Rage Productions, where can viewers out there, whether they're in Los Angeles, New York, in America, or just all over the country, if they're in a satellite listening or a different planet, that would be amazing. Maybe even a Planet Nerd Rage. That would be awesome. Um, be where, awesome. Can they, where can they find your content? Where can they find Ghost Source Zero? Where can they find Red Rash? Where can they find Joe Barbagallo?
0: Okay, so uh, Red Rash, you can find it on the Machina Network or YouTube, uh, as as well as Operation Red Retrieval. Mm, Awesome. Uh, It's Operation Red Retrieval, G.I. Joe Fan Film. And Ghost Store Zero is in Slate for getting distribution, worldwide distribution. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. that's
1: awesome so that's coming out soon i'm gonna be so stoked and then by that point you could tell people hey well i had the interview on this um, semi-popular online radio show called the what the folk show wait what's that yeah. what the folk sounds like a bad word but it's not
0: it's not a bad word it's no, not it it's be like i remember that and show
1: <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah, exactly man show? well yeah. hey let me let me touch on that machina you worked with them what was it like working with such a worldwide just media giant how was that
0: it was it was really cool man because like the I don't know if they were the executive producers or someone called us and they were like really cool dudes. And they're like, at the time, it, they were really young too. They're like, yeah, we want to do this. It's going to be awesome. Our fans are going to love it. Everything else. I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, I'm like, I can't wait to work on this stuff. And it was, uh, you know, it was funny because Red Rash was, was awesome, right? It was, it was great. We made it into a reality, kind of a, a pseudo reality, fake reality based thing where there's a camera crew that's coming with the uh, the characters and this this uh, unit that's underfunded government homeland security. And it, it goes with them through the whole ordeal of tr- finding this red rash that these, these androids have. It's kind of mm. like, you know... I was thinking
1: one. like Starship Troopers meets um, basically like uh, 28 weeks later kind of thing. Like you're in the Absolutely. middle of the post-apocalyptic so then you have yeah. the camera crew coming in. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, though, the red rash is kind of something like, but I didn't want to, like, swear on the Falk show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Here and there, it's oh, it's Falcon OK, but that's what that's the great thing about having a last name like that. After my whole life, man, of just every person in school where it was like, you know, they say a bunch of last names like Sarah Chidas, John Hoagland, and will Connor please come to the office? And it's like, well, I... <laughs> You're lucky there's only one Connor here in Bakersfield. Otherwise, they would like, which Connor? Connor 1, Connor 2, the young Connor, old Connor? Like, I don't know exactly. So finally, with this show, it's an opportunity for me to uh, kind of provide some, you know, some wittiness adding to my name and really informational, conversational, and witty banter between uh, entertaining people. And you certainly are one of those people. Now, Joe Barbagallo, people want to find you. They can find you on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Can you let us know a little bit about those pages where they can seek you out?
0: Yeah, it's, it's just my name, Joe Barbagallo at... Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all
1: that. Which is cool, which is another example of how, you know, I love this show with the opportunity of social media in general and how it connects with people. And you and I, we met through Instagram. You know, you had like some pictures or we started following each other or whatnot. And I was like, hey, man, you look like you had a really entertaining, interesting life and career. And uh, I think it'll provide for some good conversation. And that's where we are. So, you know, it's just so cool where technology is. And I think you'd have to agree with that as well, because l- looking at what Planet Nerd Rich Productions, you talk about your budget not being as high as maybe a studio picture. But you guys are making studio picture quality content with the tech and the, the talented people you have around. Would you Would you agree that's where you're at?
0: Yeah, definitely, and, and you know, I'm learning more, and the people around me are learning more, and you know, we're getting more and more people that uh, are on the same kind of wavelength as we are. So, yeah, and, I, and also, I would like to say, you know, definitely, social media is is, is a incredible tool. It reaches people all over the world uh, that share your interests, your struggles, triumphs, everything, and um, so I think it,
1: it is exactly it. You know? Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because you and I, at least starting, were very, very similar. I was also a jock in a conservative, you know, Texas-like town, always wanted to act and be in films or, you know, television, just loved movies in general. I was that kid who, you know, there was a point where my friends and I had watched every film in the theater when it was back home, and I also felt the same way. I didn't really want to tell people that I wanted to do it, but luckily, I got rid of that, and, and now, well, here we are. New York, Los Angeles, you're making some great projects, and I'm blessed to have you on the show. So, but Joe Barbigallo, we're at that point of the show, near the end. It's the rapid-fire question of the show. I didn't didn't put this on your outline that I sent previously. These are four or five questions I'm just going to drop you with drop on. You're gonna have to think right off the top of your head and give me your first answer. Are you falcon ready?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, first, first question is, would you rather fight Indiana Jones or Magnum P.I.? And keep in mind, Magnum P.I. was supposed to be Indiana Jones. So it's really the same person. One fight. Magnum P.I. You'd rather fight Magnum. Yeah. No, no, no whip. Right. So that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Would you rather have a dragon or a ninja talking monkey? I love it. You're one of a few people who actually picked the Ninja Taki monkey, which I would as well, because in L.A. or New York, where are you gonna keep a fucking dragon? What are you gonna feed? What are you gonna feed it? There's just no. I don't. I don't see how that works logistically. Okay. Uh, next one. Next question. This is a uh, big on social media recently. Who shot first? Was it Han Solo or the alien dude? Han Solo. Han Solo shot first. Okay. Great guy, but an anti-hero. Now, uh, next question. Last question of the rapid fire. What is the name of your biopic movie 20 years from now?
0: What's the name of my biopic movie? Yeah.
1: <laughs> i love it man that's fucking awesome well joe i really appreciate you being on the show man you were a great guest and uh another great opportunity for me to network and meet somebody cool in the industry and i've certainly done that now this is your opportunity to go ahead and say goodbye to any of the listeners what, what you want them to know and kind of impression you want to leave on the what the Fuck show
0: i just uh you know there's and i want to sound sappy man but uh you know as i was talking about earlier that the the struggles when i uh when I, I thought i was going to be this amazing actor and and, and found out very quickly <laughs> that it's not it's not just like you're talented and you just go and do something there's a lot of, there's a lot of ups and downs yeah. and, and especially those failures are are the things that are going to that are going to make you into the person you are and, and there's many failures that you could could triumph over, or and many hurdles. Sorry, there's like a homeless guy like yelling outside. Um, <laughs> there's New York
1: for you. There you go. Exactly. <laughs>
0: uh, I wish you picked it up. And 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 all those things really make you into the person you really are. And we we watch these these actors, producers, directors, and you know, like oh man, they had it really easy, or they just got discovered overnight. It's not like that. Mm. You know, there's many times in my life where. I was like, man, I'm, gonna, I'm about to do this. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make millions of dollars. I'm going to make these kind of films. And then, you know, nothing happens. And it's about actually enjoying the moment. And yeah. Enjoying being that actor and, and, and being yourself and also failing and failing as many times as you can to, to get over certain things that you're probably not either not good at or you're scared of or anything else of that nature. Yeah. So I just want to just keep. Just keep pursuing your dreams for everybody. Um, it's always going to be a struggle, but it's but if you could think of it as being in the moment and enjoying it for what it is, and knowing that anything that you might be scared of or anything that might be a, a, a challenge, that if you get past that, it'll just make you to a better person. Not only that, it'll make you feel much better about yourself.
1: Well, Joe, I, I got to tell you, you know, from working in the industry, anybody listening out there, and, and part of the show is for people maybe they want to be in the industry they could hear a point of view to hear what it's like or if somebody does and they hear about the struggle like well maybe that's not for me it's useful it's useful to hear where you're coming from because you are absolutely right man it has to be up and down you have to truly love what you're doing it's a phrase that i remember i've always i I think i was the first one to say it but i always like using it sometimes maybe me sound kind of fucking cool failures in the end it's just practice for the beginning and i think you're a great example of that you know you had some hardness in the beginning but it only taught you and it only you know molded you into the awesome creator of planet newberry productions or actor in the upcoming ghost Store zero or just great action stars so people listening out there, me being a cinephile myself, I'm confident that I'm going to see you, continue to see you on projects, and all I can fucking hope is someday that maybe you and I are sharing a scene together. That would be really fucking so, cool. That'd be fucking cool. Okay, man. Well, hey, have a great time in New York. Have a, uh, let me keep me updated with everything that's going on. At Ghost Source Zero. I'll be posting this episode on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Any fr- friends or family you want to, you know, refer it to or show it to, please do so. I really think the fan- in, the viewers are going to find this interesting in and a witty, informational conversation, which of course is the goal of the show. So, Joe Barbagallo, thank you for coming on the What the Folk show. Thanks, Connor. Man, appreciate have, it. Have a good one. So that was producer, actor, uh, co-founder of Planet Nerd Rage Productions, Joe Barbagallo, really talented person, actor, producer, director. He does stunts. He he works on the tech for the movies. He does many different things. And and what he said at the end of the episode right there, of the end of his interview, was perfect about how it's the ups and downs. You think you see Robert De Niro and you think, oh, Robert De Niro had an easy life, but you don't know that Robert De Niro was like sleeping on people's floors. You don't know that Dustin Hoffman was sleeping on... Um, Gene Hackman's floor before he got his take. This is business. It's a very up and down business. You have to love it. If I didn't love it, I'd already be out of it. I'd already have moved from LA and got a nice, cushy, 9-to-5 air-conditioned job. But as I tell people... I don't have that. I can't do it. Now, right now, I don't have any kids. I don't have any responsibilities of that nature, but I could tell you that this is the only thing I've ever wanted to do. It's the only thing I could ever see myself doing, and that's why having the What the Folk Show, having a point of view and an interest for you to see what it's like to work in entertainment or what it's like to work in many different things, whether it was locally laid, whether it was stand-up comedy, whether it was people who deal with food and health and fitness, we're just trying to provide some conversation, some things that you might not have heard, because whether you listen to talk radio now or ESPN or something like that, they're talking about the same things every time in the same ways. We just got to hear about Joe Barbagallo and what's it like being an actor and producer in New York. And hopefully that provided some time filler. Whether you're bored at work, whether you're at school, whether you're stuck in traffic, whether you don't want to talk to your boyfriend or girlfriend, I'm Connor Falk. This is the What the Falk Show. And I appreciate you taking the falcon time to listen. Check out Ferris Pizza, sponsored with the Falk Show. Ferris Pizza, the best pizza for the best falcon price with the most falcon love in it. How many times can I use Falk in one uh, phrase? There we go. Uh, check them out on FerrisPizza.com. You can find me at My WTF Show, basically on any social media platform or site. My WTF Show on Facebook, my WTF show on Twitter, my WTF show on SoundCloud, iTunes, my WTF show on Instagram. My name's Connor Falk. Have a great Falcon day, a great falcon evening, and I'll falcon talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.